Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 2020 Psych Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Claire Kay, and I'm joined today by my father. I'll go ahead and let him introduce himself. My name is Dr. Hernandez. I'm an American double board certified psychiatrist. Thank you guys so much for tuning in last week to our episode where we spoke about child abuse and cyberbullying. It was a great conversation, and if you have any more questions or comments you want to continue the dialogue with us please reach out to us on our instagram today we want to talk about how hollywood still stigmatizes mental health issues and representation in hollywood and how it is detrimental to the mental health care space when it could be used as a tool to help reinforce that we do need mental health care and to just bring more awareness so i'm gonna toss it over to my dad and get his thoughts on representation of mental health in film. Well, this is, of course, coming off the Oscar award ceremony that was recently held. And we all know that Hollywood, motion pictures, filmmakers carry a a huge role in our society because they portray issues that some people don't have an awareness of. And when they put something on the screen, they influence the culture, not just American culture, but cultures throughout the, the world. So they have a huge platform. And with that comes, I think, a, a, a responsibility to portray mental health issues the way they should be portrayed. Yeah, portraying mental health issues correctly is a big thing. We were just talking earlier about how movies can portray mental health aspects of mental health, but really exacerbate one particular system with, uh, symptom without acknowledging the full scope of an illness. And granted, that could be hard. Mental health is very nuanced depending on the disorder someone has. has. Um, there's a lot that can go into it. But as you said, you know, filmmaking is a tool and there is almost a responsibility that if you are going to tell a story that has... Um, a bipolar character, for example, it's important to give a full picture of it and not just the parts that are sensational that will make for good cinema. The accurate present representation of uh, patients that suffer from mental illness needs to be, um, I think, something that is shown um And if a filmmaker doesn't know exactly what an illness is, uh, mental health consultants are available. But oftentimes, characters are are portrayed, uh, and that's actually one of the criticisms, that very few are even portrayed. Uh, USC published a study of the Annenberg Inclusive Initiative that was, um, I believe, published in uh, 2022, that show that out of the 200 top films of 4,500 characters, less than 2% were portrayed to have a mental illness. And the National Institute of Mental Health tells us that in America, one out of five people or 21% have a mental illness. So it's, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's obviously a topic that either Hollywood doesn't feel too comfortable with or kind of doesn't want to talk about. 
Um, but mental illness, as we all know, uh, especially those of us in the field, that it's real and many patients suffer from it. And it needs to be talked about in films and there needs to be a, a more truthful representation of what's really going on in our society. Yeah, this study was done, it was published in 2022, but it's based off films from 2019. And when I read that, I immediately thought, I was trying to run through, run my brain about what movies came out that year. And the biggest one that came to mind is The Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. And we saw that in theaters together. And, you know, I think in that movie, the Joker is obviously very disturbed and goes through his own mental illness. Um, but that's like one of the only movies where that was really shown. Well, at least one of the big on-screen movies that, you know, got some Oscar attention and that sort of thing. Um, and even in that movie, I know you had some qualms with it um, because, you know, it wasn't fully... I, I guess I'll, I'll let you speak on that. Well, one thing I must say, when I saw that movie... I I was really moved by Joaquin Phoenix's uh, role in that. I thought it was masterful. He clearly uh, did was deserving of the Oscar, at least in my humble opinion. Um, but it was something that was worth uh, bringing to the screen and people to talk about. As you know, in that movie, he was a victim. Um, the Joker was a victim of much abuse as it, both a child and as an adult even. And I know that we recently talked about bullying or cyberbullying, but again, that was I'm glad that that opened the, the discussion because we know that abuse in children is usually uh, one of the requirements to uh, have somebody have a borderline personality disorder or other types of personality disorders and even PTSD and other other very serious uh, medical mental health conditions, but again, it was a moving role, and it was very deserve. He was, I thought was very deserving of that award. I want to read a quote from that uh, USC Annenberg inclusion study, uh, where they go on to say. Stories can provide a window into different worlds and experiences, but the results of this study demonstrate that mental health is really a focal point in popular film. With the growing need for mental health care in the U.S. and the ongoing concern about well-being, storytellers and creatives are missing cr critical opportunities to educate audiences. And I couldn't agree more. I think, um, I, I well, I also want to say that to a certain extent, filmmakers and writers should write what they know. And if you don't have a personal story regarding mental illness, not you personally, but like family member, if you haven't been touched by it, then don't write that film because you're not educated on it. Uh, at the same time, though, I think it's very brave to be honest about mental illness, mental health, speaking up, even if, you know, it's very personal to you, I think a lot of people can relate. And if they saw more of that on film, maybe there would be less shame involved when talking about certain things well, clearly you're talking about the stigma and that's something that filmmakers have that unique platform to say hey wait a minute 
it's not your fault if you've developed a certain condition. If you became, if you um, developed schizophrenia or you developed uh, a major depressive disorder, or bipolar disorder, or panic disorder, or substance abuse disorder, it's there's no shame to that. There's nothing that you need to feel guilty about. The illnesses are illnesses like any other. Mental health illnesses are illnesses like physical illnesses, and they happen. And we need to be able to understand that and deal with it and talk about it and not be ashamed of it. So, and the more we discuss them, the more open people will be to getting the help that they need instead of hiding behind. Oh, what are you know? What am I? You know, what are people going to think about me getting mental health treatment? And you know, just sitting here, you know, recording this right now, I'm just thinking about how. Hollywood itself, that industry is such a, for lack of a better word, crazy industry filled with a lot of intense people that I just know that there's a lot of rich stories in there, you know, considering the company that people are around and how people behave and the egos that some people may have. Like, I just know that they're sitting on like a gold mine of stories that could really you know, help people, influence the culture. Um, but I think, again, like, just bringing it back, you know, there is just a lot of shame that goes into it. Um, a lot of, you know, closed doors and wanting to keep things secret for, you know, privacy and that sort of thing. But I, uh, and that's something that I kind of love. I have a love-hate relationship with TikTok. But one of the things I love about TikTok is that anyone can post it doesn't matter where you're from ohio iowa texas wherever anywhere in the world and you can tell your story and you can be real and raw and i think you know people really i i think that's why there's so many users on tiktok because you can really find you can identify with someone on that app because there's so many people putting out videos that before you know they otherwise might may not have felt represented but because of this app like people can just go on there and say whatever they want and i think hollywood can do that at a way higher level because they have the money to produce those types of films and make it so that it just like it's well done like it's not a lack of resources i think it's a lack of courage and maybe also a, a lack of knowledge and how to portray things, how to say things, how to demonstrate things, how to show things. But the reality is that many people can relate to a mental illness. And I think there'd be an interest from the public uh, at large in movies that talk about mental health issues. Uh, it's just that they need to be done correctly and they, I think they'd they would give a powerful message. So let's hope that, that that does happen at some point. And I think, you know, that statistic about it's one in five Americans that suffer f with a mental health issue, it's not like people can't relate to this sort of stuff. I do, you know, acknowledge to a certain extent that maybe, you know, film is escapism. And when you go to the movie theater, you don't want to see a depressing, sad story about someone with a mental illness. But at the same time, those stories are important because people need to see themselves or see their family members or their neighbor or whoever it is on screen. And 
Just normalize it. It's not that it doesn't exist. It just needs to be acknowledged and done with respect and with education. Like you said, like there are mental health experts, I'm sure, that would be more than happy to be advised on sets or about a script or a story to properly depict a certain illness. See, there's so many common things that we can all relate to. Uh, an aging parent uh, that's becoming demented, um, a child that's being abused, someone that's committed suicide, someone who has a substance abuse problem, someone who suffers from an anxiety disorder. These are all common things, and people can can see that it's nothing unusual. It's not a zebra. It's It's something that is common and everywhere. And so there's so many topics that can be I think discussed and and shared and and try to shed some light on and things uh, how to get help and things of that sort that would be enlightening to so many people. Overall, you know, I think it was a great study. I'm glad you found it and you sent it over to me. It was a great read and I'll link it in the episode description for people if they're so interested to read it, but it was great and I think you know, we need to bring it we need to bring this more to light about, hey, where is the representation? Where where are these stories? Because it's not that they don't exist. It's that we're not paying attention to them. And with that, I want to thank you all for listening to this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. And I hope you have a great day wherever you are.